Hello, and welcome to Successful, Single, and Not Willing to Settle, the podcast, where we show amazing women how to attract the perfect partner for them by embracing and showcasing their authenticity. You guys have seen some teasers already about us doing these reviews of different pieces of pop culture. And the first one is tonight, we are reviewing Pretty in Pink. Yay! So, we're gonna talk about it from a couple of different perspectives, but we wanna also talk to you about why we're doing this. Because yes, it's super fun, and we love talking pop culture, and we love critiquing 80s fashion. It was an excuse to watch a movie and like, yeah, like look at fashion. Yeah, like this doesn't feel like work to us at all. <laughs> and another reason to hang out and, and drink some wine. So we're all thumbs up about it. But there's actually, um, there's a reason that we do it. When we work with uh, our clients, we ask them who their crushes are from different movies when they were growing up or TV shows when they were growing up. And the reason that we do that is because when we're digging into people's past, we want to see who we are attracted to before we have the know-it-all to sit back and say to ourselves, why? I would say jinx and not let you speak, but I'm not going to do it because I'm not 11. But look, we're like completing each other's thoughts. <laughs> um, say you're younger, right? You're, say you're like eight years old and you hear your parents fighting. Okay, your brain is going to conclude why they're having that fight. Um, and it might be completely, completely illogical. It might be they're fighting because they don't love me or because I'm annoying. You know, it could be anything. But your brain is going to make that snap decision. It's going to complete that story for you. And then you're going to go about your day and not really think about it anymore. But now it's implanted in your head. And that over time, those kind of messages over time can totally influence how you react later on in life and you don't even know why you're doing it, okay? And that is so, so true when we look at and we dig through different movies and TV shows that we watched when we were younger and the messages that we got that we didn't like peel apart and see at that time how ridiculous they were. And what I'll say with this first movie that we watched, I haven't seen Pretty in Pink in years. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I've seen it all the way through since I was young enough that I wasn't thinking about what I was watching. And this was the first time that I really forced myself to watch it. And oh, the things that came up for me. Yeah. Unbelievable. The other thing was I wanted to see what messages they were, were being, were being, not even trying. I don't yeah, even I don't trying. think it was conscious. What did you think about when you were watching the movie? I, I think I treated it as if I was like a movie critic. I did not watch this movie as a child. I watched it as a teenager. Um, I had a huge Andrew McCarthy face. Um, clearly when it was like way past the time that you should be having an Andrew McCarthy face. But my sister and I both just loved him. Mm. Um, and so it was interesting going back and watching something where he's, he's the romantic lead and, and like seeing how it felt. So you also remember a little bit more what it was like when you were younger and you yes. saw it. I had some, I have some impressions or I, I couldn't remember really what I thought about the love story, to be honest. Okay. Like I think I just kind of, which was even better for me because 
when I really dug in and thought about what I thought about it, it was yeah. really messed up stuff. Well, what's fascinating is when we had talked, because we talked about Blaine versus Ducky before we watched it. Right. And you were emphatically Ducky, but well, now Well, I thought I'm Ducky was a like, better guy. Okay. No, okay. I was, I liked Steph. How what? messed up is that? It makes so much sense for me and where I went with, like, I, I didn't want to like him, but I was attracted to Steph. Wow. How messed up is okay, that? So we got to talk about that. Super messed up. Okay. okay, so that's what came up for me while I was watching it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in shock. Right? I told you it was weird. It was weird. I was like, oh my God, no, that's who I thought was like sexy, was Steph. And he's, yeah, exactly. Did you just vomit a little bit in your Well, like, just, um, I don't He's find, a horrible person. But also, I don't find James Spader attractive at all he's in this not, movie. Well, he has like Farrah Fawcett hair. <laughs> it's the, it's the, like, swag. Yeah. It's, it's, like it's a, a, it's a literally, I did nothing to care about. the big dick energy. Mm -hmm. And, well, Benny, Benny also, Benny also, and I will tell you, like, I thought, like, she was, in my head, she had what I wanted. Because okay. they were both, like, so cool with whatever they had. Like, they were so, like, wrapped up in their own stuff that they didn't even notice what, what else was going on. There was just something about that, that they just, like, they're, but... Uh, yeah. We're going to debate. We're going to debate. Right, and, and listen, this right. is you debating with right. my child. 16 year old. Right, which we should debate with her because yeah. she's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's and it totally explains why for years I was like thinking that I needed to go after, not outwardly. I would never say that. I probably would always advocate for Ducky, to be quite honest. Still. Not Blaine. Well, we'll get into that. I think okay. they all sucked. Okay. And not to mention, you know what I thought sucked most of all? The dad. Andy. Oh, okay. Boo hoo, Andy, wah wah, cry me a river. Bleh. Yeah. Like, ew. I, yeah. I would never tell a woman to smile, but come on. Like, she had such a stick up her ass for the entire movie. Except for one scene, and then she's like, and then you were, you're embarrassed to be seen with me. And it's like, oh my god, you were such a bitch for the entire movie. Like, why does he even like her? I have wondered that myself. He, the, the only thing I can think is that he is, is drawn to her or attracted to her because she's different. She's not a part of their crowd. And, and so I'm talking about this from, from Blaine's perspective, but I think there's a reason why all three of the men are, are like drawn to her, but it's also totally unrealistic that that would ever happen. Right. It's the same um, thing. Like when you realize like Taylor Swift songs, when she's like, she wears t-shirts and not whatever and I'm just like no you feel like nobody's gonna like you when yeah. you do that like it's just right again it's that like w that was the other message so I was getting when I was like oh this is where one of the places where I got that if like I act like I have a stick up my ass right and I'm super creative right and I ignore guys then they're gonna like me and I'm That's I iconoclastic like I work at the the trendy record shop mm -hmm. that's like a little off off center and I wear the clothes that like no one would wear together and when the cool guy walks past me I act like uh yeah like, I just can't be bothered with high school life Too that's cool why I go hang out at like the bar where I imagine she shouldn't be getting in right late at night Yes. like all of it's like I'm too cool for school there's so much to talk about in this movie but there's also not a lot to this movie. No, and like I nothing. don't think I realized that's that. That's what I mean. Like, like that was the whole, the whole when I was so the whole time I'm watching this movie, 
I'm trying to figure out, am I a ducky? Am I a Blaine? What is going on, right? But like, I'm neither. Like, I don't, I don't really, like there are aspects of ducky that I like, and then there are aspects of him that I don't like. If I had to pick, I'd probably say I'm a ducky. Well, and I don't think I'm team Ducky, Blaine, Steph, or any other dude in this movie, but I'm totally team Andrew McCarthy. Yes, Andrew like, McCarthy is adorable. However, what they did to him in that tux of the last scene and his oh hair, my God, his he looks hair was so bad. In a white, they and couldn't put any bronzer on him. Like, he was so pissed. Like, the whole. And the weird, he like pushed his hair. It was hair so back. weird. I'm like, are they trying and to make him look like shit because he's sad? Like, I don't know what's happening here. But it's not working. Like, it's the last scene of the movie. Make him look hot. And I'll be honest, I liked him a lot more when, like, he just smiled. When he talked, I was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, shh. <laughs> Zip it. Just stand and look pretty. Yeah. Um, smile. Just smile. So... Opening scene. Opening scene, she, like... I have that she she has to take care of her deadbeat dad. So we right. I literally first thought, so Andy's a caretaker. Right. Andy yeah. has to be the caretaker. Mom, like, she... She's the one who's going to make sure she's already the mom, mm-hmm. right? So we have this mother like taking care of. Now I said Debbie, which I realized as more I got reminded more of the movie. He's depressed, so like that's right. not really fair. But right. oh my god! But that's like a whole storyline that they never did anything with. It's like what would you want them to do with? Just that? like the dad's like I got a job, and she's like yay, and then like. That's it? Yeah, it's weird. It's very, it's a very, right. But I, they do a little bit because they, they have this scene about the mom when right. they're like, she's never coming back. Right. She's never coming back. She left Bogova. She's never really? coming back. You sound just like I sound, her. I practice. <laughs> um, so, so she's already like, yeah, they're setting her up as this caretaker. Um, and that's the other, okay, I'll talk to you about how screwed up my brain was when I was younger because I am going to keep jumping back and forth between as a child, what messages I was given. I just thought, I think that they're important um, to just point out, which might be messed up for me, but I feel like for everybody out there, you might have been getting similar messages, um, and this might help them surface a little bit. So, So then she sees Ducky, and Ducky's like, may I admire you again today? And then I wrote, I feel like Ducky is closeted. Okay. (laughs) Like, there's definitely something not masculine about him. I don't know if that's what it is, but like, or like the fat, I mean, he's metrosexual in some extent. Like there's something fashion wise. To be honest, sometimes Ducky's outfits were better than hers. A hundred percent. His fashion so, sense is yeah, way I, I totally above. get where you're coming from. And and there's a little bit of the like this, like the, the way he speaks. He's like, can I admire you again today? And I'm just kind of like, hmm. Well, tell me if I'm jumping ahead, but I, I think that for me, I not that I ever thought that originally, you know, whatever, however many years ago when I watched it as a teenager, but at, watching it as an adult, I didn't go there, but I felt like, and I wrote this a lot in my, my notes, is like, he's all bluster. Like, we never get the authentic ducky until a scene way, way, way later, yeah. like almost at the end. And right after he says that to her, may I admire you later today, he walks up to two other random girls and is like, I have a plan to get both of you pregnant by December. Yeah, he's it's just own, like... He's, yeah, he, and, and the way women are treated in general in this yes. movie is ridiculous. So we got even the guy who's like the nice guy friend, who I'm telling... Maybe I'm not... 
I don't think he's closeted because he's not. But I think that what I'm what I'm attaching myself to is that if they were to rewrite Pretty in Pink now, he'd be the gay friend. Yes, I don't think he's nice. No, I, he has no. He's, I found he's him like, to be he, like he has no filter. Almost a stalker. Mm. Like but she is not interested. No, but she never, never tells him. She well, never tells him. And there's a scene. I think she likes it. There's a scene where she like where they're studying in her room, and, yeah. and she is in like a silky robe on and she her bed. Takes her hand. I'm gonna do it to you. She takes her hand and she goes like this and like starts rubbing yeah. his neck behind. And I'm like, well, I got so mad at that scene. And then that's when she leaves, and he's like, I love her. I love this girl. I have to tell her. No matter what she says, I'm gonna be okay. But I love her. Like he's like Do grappling. you think she sees herself playing a maternal role to him? Like is was that maternal or was that I being that was, a tease? Again, that's where I, I feel like she gets let off the hook left and right in this movie. Yeah. As like being being intense, being creative, having good style. Yeah. Um, right, so I'm saying she's getting all these all this like bravo. Yeah. And meanwhile, I don't agree with really any of it. Like, even the whole thing, one of the major lines is how she doesn't lie. She lies multiple times during this movie. Okay. You know, the girls are... Why do I not remember the line where she's like, I don't lie? He's like, you don't know what... Blaine's, when they're on the haystack. Okay. Blaine says... The weird date that apparently was, like, ending everything that I did not pick <laughs> yeah. up on. Like, <laughs> Blaine's like, you don't have to lie. Or it's, you never lie. And she's like, I don't have to. And it's kind of like this comment, like, my friends will accept me even if I tell the truth kind of thing. And she's so full of shit. She lies all the freaking time. She does. And then after that, she's then, lying to herself. Then, well, but then, but I think then, here's my take on Andy. So, I just think this is fascinating. Like, he says she doesn't. It's like he John Hughes went in halfway through the movie and was like, "Nah, I don't like it." But we, you know what? We don't have enough time or he's on like, the calendar. Right. Let's just change it all right now. Or he says like, "This." It's like okay, so when we were like working with our students and they have a a good line in their paper and we have to convince them to get the line to let it out, like that doesn't fit in this paper. Like put it somewhere else. Right. Here, Andy Blandy. Andy has her guard down finally. So she's like, he's like talking about his life, and she's just like kissing him all over his face. She's like, it's the only scene where we see Andy like not with a stick up her ass. This is on the haystack. This is the haystack okay. scene. And then Blaine has his guard up, talking about his parents. Andy's kissing his face. It was cringeworthy. There are so many cringeworthy scenes in this movie. Yes. But Blaine says. I could just tell them to all go to hell. Because he's trying to like convince himself that he can like... It was right after the scene with Steph when he's like... he What did Steph say? He oh, said, in the hallway. He's, the hallway. No, he says, if you if you want your piece of low-grade ass, it's after the party when he's rolling the joint in his parents' like, oh, office. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, he goes, it was out of order for you to foist her on the party. And, and Blaine starts off strong. He's like... Steph, do you hear yourself? You sound like an asshole. Like, do you hear yourself yeah. sound like an asshole? And he's like, if you want to, if you want your little, little piece of low-grade ass, then take it. But if you do, you're not going to have a friend. And he like brings up his parents too. He's like, yeah, he's something about parents, appreciating you think money. Martha and so on. I don't yes. remember who the names were, but he's like, it's two like rich-sounding parent names, <laughs> white 
waspy parent names. Because, I mean, they name their kid Blaine, let's be honest. Like, yeah. where are we going with it? It's yeah. not like... So... Um, and then and then they're together. So then they're... No offense to anyone if their brother's name is Blaine. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> or Steph. Let's talk about that it's Benny and it's Steph. It's got to be Stefan. But, like, Benny yeah. is the girl and Steph is yeah. the guy. I freaking love that shit. Like, yeah. I, that's so... 80s rich That might people. be the smartest thing that John Hughes did in this movie. Right. But the but about Jenna, in that gym scene, when she says, like, without a beat to the gym teacher, I said I hope they shrivel up and fall off. And Her then she's breasts. like, What are you what are you taught what do you hope will shrivel up and fall off? Her breasts. Like it was so beautiful because Benny is such an such a bitch and such a bully mm-hmm. and she sucks. For no reason. No. Like, we don't why, know. Why did these we people, have no backstory of these why people. Why do these people hate Andy? We don't know. We that's why they jealous? That's, that's why I'm mad. Are, well, is, I, is it she, that Andy's so cold? I think the best piece of advice that we get is from the principal. Again, I don't know because we didn't see any of the backstory. So we don't know if little Andy comes into school and is like, hey guys, and everyone's like, you're poor, boo, and like get rid yeah. of her. We don't know if that happens. Right. We are getting this like snapshot, but wherever Andy is in her life, her story in her head is that these people are not going to accept her because she's not rich. And I don't know if, if John Hughes wants us to believe that this is a fact and this is true and we need to realize this about culture in the 80s in high school. So then she gets in trouble and then Benny mouths back to her. She tells her to eat oh, shit right, yeah. and she doesn't get in trouble for that shit. Nobody pays attention to that. Like, the same thing after the fight with Ducky and, um... The Steph-Ducky fight? Steph, he goes, can you believe this? Or something like that. In front of the teachers and then spits on the floor of the hallway of the school and the two teachers who were sitting there do nothing. That drove me so... I was like, someone clean that up. It's so gross. But also, he's disgusting. And we're supposed to know that from the very, like, first three minutes of the movie. I know, and meanwhile, and I was like, you isn't really that weird? It. Some inner, inner part of me was like, that's hot. So fucked up. You like men Poor who little Amy. No, I just, I don't know. There was something like he didn't care. Yeah. So, mm. younger Amy felt that way. But watching this back, having watched it as a teenager, I noticed that this is absolutely the way I thought that I was going to fall in love. I thought if I dress cool and am different, because mm-hmm. I used to make my own clothes. Like in high I school, I took that. like sewing and I would make my own stuff and I would wear it. And if so if I did that and was sort of, I was never cold, but I was a little, I tried to be aloof. I was probably not very good at it, but then the, the popular boys will like me. And I didn't make, I did everything that you're talking about, but I didn't make my own clothes. But I would put See, together. See, that's what went wrong for you. But I, I would put together bizarre, like crazy, like yeah. not, I, I, they were bizarre. I, if you asked me when I was younger, I would, anything to stand out. Like I didn't dress like everybody else. Okay. And I don't even think I was consciously like, I'm doing like, a, I'm pulling a Molly Ringwalls and pretty in pink. But mm-hmm. I was totally playing that game. And like what I looked at when I, when I was older, was like, I, I felt like I couldn't compete with the Bennies, mm-hmm. 
So right. I was like, I'm not going to even try. I'm going to go off my own. Like, I'm going to do my okay. own thing. So I just kind of, like, did my own shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what I did. And it worked for me for a while. But it didn't get me, like, every guy to be interested in me. Like, it was... Right, I mean, I... That's not what... He's not a guy magnet. But what's so interesting is that the two of us were both figuring out who we had to pretend to be yeah. to attract guys, which diabolically goes against... Everything that we, we everything that we show that yeah. when you get past that point, right, that's why we are, we're doing this exact thing because when you are able to dig in and realize what you what you were doing or what you are doing, who you're pretending to be, and it, and it go it can go pretty deep, and you can continue to dig it. But the more you dig out, the more you realize like who are you authentically, and like you're able to get closer to that, and that's how you meet the guy that matches who you want because right. if you pretend you're somebody other than yourself you might get a guy but you're going to get the wrong guy right that would wear these bizarre things and act in this like total like okay fuck all way uh-huh in like a long island school where everyone I'm was wearing your hair while you thank tell you. me this thank you like in a long island school where like everyone like dressed a certain like i'm just yeah. talking like long island now where everyone like dressed a certain way and like we all like wore the same black pants, like, you know, and, like, we all, like, were, I don't know, whatever year, it was later than Cavaricis, but, like, everyone, like, got, like, the same style, and wore the same things, but you know, Cavaricis. Oh, my God. Cavaricis okay. were a long, a long Island, very, very Jersey thing. I'm very curious, like, this to me, oh, yeah, I'm very I'm curious what this is. So, I will stand up and, and tell you what Cavaricis was. It looks so like Cavaricis, you like a kangaroo. Hunt. They were pants, linen pants. Okay. There were some that were acid washed. Still mean. doing this. Okay, wait, you can't see my head though. They came oh, okay. up to like here. Okay. Okay. They were they had a zipper and down the zipper it said Z Cavarici on a little like Okay. Um like label. And then they went into like pleats and then they like bounced out. The AC Slater pants. That's all you Yes! The AC AC Slater was always Yes, thank yes. you. A hundred percent. I just didn't know they were called that. There's a yeah, that's, that's but there is there was definitely a very Andy thing. Yeah, she is masking everything that's happening by wearing all of the granny clothes. Yes, she is a hundred percent. So they're saying that she's, she's stylish, saying, but she's like back the fuck, fuck off. Yeah. yeah, like there's nothing approachable, which right. is so crazy because Blaine approaches. Not not uh, and Blaine, Blaine approaches, and not only that, but Steph. Yes. Like, blocks her from getting into her car in, like, the first that scene. He's, like, scene. it was so rapey. Like, it, yeah. it was really, like, Like, I know everyone off. nowadays says, like, I'm triggered by that. And, like, you can be triggered by something that isn't actually triggering. But, like, right. that scene was, like, I felt like I needed a shower. Yeah. It, it was so gross. It was gross. It was totally gross. But Mr. Donnelly, back to, so we circle back to Mr. Principal. Donnelly, the principal of the school who says to her, if you put out sing- signals that you don't want to belong, then people are going to think that you don't want to belong. And right. I agree with him. Like, she is... I right. get that there Again, because we haven't seen any... Jo- John Hughes has given us no preamble of, like, a happy little friendly Andy right. who has gotten shot down so many times that now she has her guard up. I, I think that this also is the reason that Steph is so 
I don't know what the right word is. I was going to say enamored, but that's not the right word. It has a that has a positive connotation. But she's she's a prize he wants to win. Right. And she's he, right. she's a challenge. So he wants to conquer the challenge and then move on and be able to say I conquered that challenge. And I think the the thing that the principal says to her is is proof of that. That he's like you don't want to belong because you put out signals that you don't want to belong. But that's the exact reason why all of these people hate her. It makes really no sense. But, like, because she doesn't want to belong, it's like she's threatening their world order. So they're pissed at her. But I think she does want to belong. Well, she dates Blaine. Right, so I think that and, and she clearly has had a crush her. on Blaine because he walks in the record store, and there's a scene even before the record store where like he's invisible and she's like she's taking him in. Well, their whole so their whole let's talk their relationship for a little okay. Bit. The lack so, of relationship. Yeah. Oh my god. Going Should we talk party. about the opening of the date first? Yes. Or is that okay? Yes, that's I was going to go back to okay. that too. So the opening of the date. Go ahead. So. Ducky comes to cockblock. I mean, I <laughs> did. He didn't know, but like reverse. He didn't know about the dates. He didn't know about the date. Yeah. He didn't come. To, he said. So he says, "I'm going to pick you up at seven. She never tells him, "I have a date. I'm going out with Blaine." She never tells him. She hears him say, "I'm going to pick you up at seven. She lets him come. Obviously, he's going to come. Yeah. She never warns him I that Blaine's coming. That. Oh, she was such Do a. You it was an think awful she's thing. doing she it on purpose? I think she likes. The, I she, well, or part she of me wonders, him at all. does she want, okay, so there's, she doesn't even consider Ducky. There's the theory of maybe she wanted Ducky there to show Blaine that she's like a hot commodity. I don't know if she got to that point in her head. And then is there the theory that she wanted Ducky to see her go out with Blaine so that she never had to have the conversation of, I'm not into you. I don't even think, I think. That she's Andy so is so wrapped up in Andy yeah. that she has she's not even thinking about him. She has said nothing to Ducky about this date happening. Yeah. And then they're all by the girls' bathroom. And um, then Iona says to Andy, I don't mean to be a bitch or anything, but I don't think Mr. Wonderful is gonna happen tonight. And it's the it's Andy and Iona in the shot, and then way closer to the camera, so I guess I should do it this way, is Ducky's head. Like, mm -hmm. clearly showing that he's listening. And he's like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? I'm, I'm standing right here. Like, what do you mean? I'm, like, standing here. And then they walk right past him. Like, he doesn't even exist. And then she's like, oh, my God, he's here. And he's, like, trying to get in the door. And she, like, opens up the door. And he's, like, totally throw for It was such a bitch move. Like, if you're best friends with this guy and you know that he's in love with you, which he clearly is. Like, he's not even shy about it. You give him a heads up that you're going to go out with somebody else. Yeah. You have that conversation. You you pay him that courtesy. Or you you certainly do it if he says he's going to be at the store at 7 o'clock to take you out on a date. Like, it just was so not cool. And then Ducky gets in it with her. And I love the scene when he gets in it with her. He goes, I would have died for you. And they totally ignore him saying that. He finally, like, is really being real. He's like, are you kidding me? And she's like... If I don't like him because he has money, that's the same as them not liking us because we don't have money. Or if, if I don't like him because he has money, that's the same as them not liking us because we don't. She applies her theory when it works for her, but not when it doesn't. And that's not the point. The right. point is, 
this guy, Ducky, is in love with you, and you are the shittiest friend. Yeah. You're the shittiest friend. You're a shitty fucking friend. Hi guys, it's Amy. It's time for a sponsor break. We'll be back very, very shortly. See you then. And Ducky, Ducky then says, when you get your heart splattered, don't look at me to pump you back up because maybe for the first time in your life, I won't be there. And I was like, bam, thank you. That but is so true. He is absolutely there. He does end up being there, and I was like, boo. But he kind of, I feel like he I think needed, they both grew. Yes. He needed to have that conversation to be able to give her. I don't think they grew a lot, but they grew. No, but he moved he on grew. at the he end. Grew. Yes. She's, she did. She's, boo, whatever. Yeah. And uh, and she doesn't have to grow because there's no real pain Incentive. for her in the story. Right. He has to, like, realize I'm a good fucking person, mm -hmm. and somebody, so I feel like almost like, you're right, when you're saying we should coach Ducky, like, I think he, he's the one who evolves in the story, and, yeah. like, gets somebody who he actually well, would deserve. presume. Well, she actually likes him. He doesn't yeah. have to manipulate her into liking right. him. She's attracted to him, and he's, and like. She's cute to boot. Totally cute. Okay, so we're jumping ahead to that last scene. But, so let's talk about the date. But because Blaine's name sounds like yeah. a villain, I always think Steph's name should be Blaine. Steph. Blaine. Blaine. Steph's name is Stefan. Is it Stefan? It must be. I don't know. I'm making it up. I'm doing Stephane. Stefan. <laughs> so, New York's hottest club is Whisper. <laughs> there you can find everything. A screeching clown. <laughs> I wish we need to like write stuff. Like what would we say if we were to the next the thing next, I was the about to say is, you can so find gross. is pink. And there you can find arch nemesis. Their name Steph, and boys that are named after girls. <laughs> and, and really annoying, superficial women with hair of all shades. And every single woman in this movie is superficial. And love stories that make no sense. On one side of the room will be the Richies, and the other side of the room will be the Poories. And everyone has to make their own clothes and pretend that it looks good when it really doesn't. And occasionally there will be a steam truck that drives down the streets because that's how this movie starts, and it makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't make Why? So, well, we were talking about the beginning of the date. And then I want to trace them back to their origin story. Okay. So opening of the date. I don't know if these were Blaine's first words, but they were the most oh indelible. Do you want to go home and change? Yes! Okay, so I have so many. That's notes like about saying, this are you pregnant? But or I like, think why are why are you okay, so like that's, I, that's I on not, that level. You I don't not, say that. I'm not team Blaine. I think but I will say that I think that this is tainted with the fact that we've already been infused with the information that her clothes somehow stand out and don't seem as rich as everybody else's clothes. But also she looked so I thought that I'm I didn't live I mean I did live during this time period, but I certainly was not able to dress myself when this movie came out. But she looked rich, which I think was what she was going for. Like she wore her pearls and she wore her like 
I don't know, 82-year-old grandmother's outfit, she looked 82. Like, everyone else looked fun and hip and 80s, and she looked like it was 1932. Like, it, it wasn't becoming... I'm going to use a very motherly word. It was not becoming. What I will but say. But you still right. say that. See, but I thought. I actually gave him a pass here. Okay. It was It was painful when he said it. But what I He's thought he meant nice. was that you went, you went to, to work. work. Like, do you want. And she was only at work for him. Because she didn't want him to go to her house. Right. Remember? Right, so she right, doesn't right. want to work that night. No. She was like, I'm going to be at work. Just pick me up at work. Because he's like, I'll pick you up at your house. And she's like, I'm going to be at work. Just pick yeah. me up at work. And so she's not actually working. But if she had worked all night and wanted to go home and freshen up, he was offering that to her. So right. that's what I heard. But I knew that it sounded like it was one of those oopsies. But I don't well, know if he necessarily was critiquing. Yeah. I don't think he's, he's aware at all. If he didn't like her outfits, he wouldn't like she wears those outfits every fucking day. Right. It's he not a new outfit. He wouldn't be with her. Right. So I, I think like he's out wrong. I don't know if this is the right word to describe him, but this is the one I'm thinking of. He's sort of hapless. Like he like walks himself into these moments that she's offended by, and he's like, "What?" Like right. You oh, know, well, there's so many, and yeah, he's, and he's, you know, he says this. He says, "Let's do this," and she says, "No," and he's like. Come on, let like do you I'll wanna, do this, that, and then yeah, and go then, hang out with your friends and under then I'll a do, rock. That's what he said. But he meant uh, what I heard was a comma there. Like, do you want to hang out with your friends? I'll hang under a rock. He Anywhere to be with you. Yes. Okay. But again, he's he's tripping on himself. But okay. okay. So the whole date, I feel like he tells her what to do or suggests something. She says no. Uh huh. He pushes. And jokes a little bit, and then just does what he fucking wants to do. So here's yeah, what we but hear. I, in his defense, and I'm not going to defend him too much because remember, I'm Team Andrew McCarthy, not Team Blaine. I don't know what else he could have done. It's he could have not gone to a party. He could have gone out to eat. That's true. It's a first date where they're getting to know each other. Don't go yeah. to a party with. But your it's high friends. school. So he's supposed to be rich. I just think like he no, that's up, totally true. Do you want to go get something to eat as the last option after they go to the party and get rejected? And then the And I will say the rejection that they got at the party was way less harsh than the than rejection the they, they got they from Ducky. Yeah. Like I agree. at the party I was like, What? Take this you're walking around with a stick up your ass again, Andy. Yeah. If you smiled at somebody Half the people were like, right. hey, Blaine, what's up? They didn't even notice she was there. They didn't say anything. Well, they did, like, the double take. But like, they weren't mean. That girl? No, but they, they weren't, weren't mean to her. The only person who was mean to her was the one girl that was like, why are you wearing pearls? This isn't, like, a dinner party. So the girls were mean, but the guys yeah. were cool. Like, yeah. just hang out with the guys. And then Benny, who was trashed anyway, and Steph was actually nice that night. He was like, take the room. The next day he was a dick, but that night he was just ripping on Benny. Yeah. He was being a dick to Benny, but he wasn't being a dick to Andy to her face. It was the next day that he right. calls her trash. Right. But, um, so that's what I have. I have, he says, so do you want to go home and change? And she's like, I already did. And he goes, sorry. <laughs> he like, there's like a chuckle in there. He's like, sorry, oh, I'm an idiot. And she writes, and she, she who stands up for everything that she believes in to Blaine, who says that to her, she goes, that's okay. And when we go back to where he says she doesn't lie, that was a lie. Yeah. That was not okay with her, and she acted like it was okay that he said that. Well, because no matter what he does, she's fine with it. 
Right. She's she's enamored until the by end of the like until the end of the conversation about how she never lies, and then she like stalks him outside of his classroom at his locker, and she's like, "Say it, just say it, say it, say you're embarrassed to be seen with me." But also, like, what what amount of time took place like between those two? I don't know. But she, wait, they they date. And then right. she's like calling him obsessively like three times. Like, so I a message for her. It's Andy. Who's Andy? Who? Andy. Can I have your number? He knows my number. He loves me. Okay, let's also talk about the fact that she has no trust in him the whole first date. That's and then he goes, Do you want to go to prom? And she's like, Oh, <laughs> You're just like, What just happened? So I wrote, does she like Blaine or does she like the, the prom date? There are pre-prom conversations. The whole prom. movie is about prom. So so yes. one, the dad's first conversation with her is, hi, how are you? How is How was your day yesterday? Do you have a prom date? Like, since when That's is crazy. this like I a mean, status update? She, and then and she talks to Iona. And she's Iona's like, speech. Oh my God. When go. she's like, my friend didn't go to prom and it ruined her life. Wait, like, she wait, don't, she wait, don't overanalyze prom. It's nothing. Like, like while she just stapling crackers on the ceiling, she's like, well, I have a friend who wakes up in a cold sweat and a panic every, like, couple of nights, and she realized that it was, like, anxiety around the fact that she never went to prom. But, like, whatever. Don't think too much about it. And I'm just like, what is, what? Iona is the worst Example of what Andy should be until the end. No, I I still feel like it. You feel oh, because she changes, she changes for a man. But it's like did straight she, out of or does she feel like she doesn't have to? Does she feel like she so, doesn't have to wear a costume? But anymore? either way, either way, it, it's not a good role model for Andy. I feel who like she is wearing a costume every day. Right. So is she saying to you, I can finally be just a person? But she's saying it because now she's dating a rich man because Terrence is rich. Are you thinking or that's Terry why? slash Terrence or whatever? You think it's she talks about how much money he has? She sort of mentions that in that conversation. I feel like so she I just think says it, she's in love. But it's you think so it's li- well, but what's she in love with? Like they've only gone on like one date or something. Like she definitely treats as it as if Terry slash Terrence is new in her life. But I think that that crystallizes for Andy like get a rich man and you can be yourself. Interesting. But I, who knows who Iona really is? I felt like... So the first relationship that Iona has in this movie is some... The one she's Tyrone. yelling at. And she yes. has the pinhead yes. hairstyle. Which so it's some deadbeat. I, 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 again, like I not to use that, that word, but he... She's like, I'm going to go... Um, and then we have to come back to the date, so I'm just scrolling through. But we have to talk about before the date. Right. Should we do that first, and then we'll come back to Iona? No, let's do okay. Iona. So Iona then. is first, I feel like it's earlier. I feel like it was before he even, whatever. She's like, okay, I'm going to just go. I wrote the line down. I'm something like, I'm going to, like, go and be miserable on my, in my relationship again. Like, that's what she says. She kind of yeah. says, like, 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 passing, like, this is just how life is. So she's had a lot, like, it sounds like to me... Like a lot of guys. Do, do you ever watch The Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce? No, but you've mentioned it before. Probably because I'm watching it currently. Okay. So it's it, top of mind. But um, there's this character, Joe, and like she was married to this guy, Frumkus. And she just kind of like, she exudes a very like Iona vibe to me where she is, first of all, she's like 
petite and loud, so that reminds okay. me of Iona. And, um, but she kind of like shoots love. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like she kind of like, there's something about what she thinks she deserves. She shoots low and you know, there's loudness and independence because it's literally truly who you are. And there's loudness and independence when I talk about like, as a mask. Yes. And when I talk about like how I dressed when I was younger, the one of the conclusions that I had to kind of evolve to and come to or realize was that those weren't necessarily, that wasn't me necessarily showing people who I was, but I was so um, not wanting to get swallowed up by others and what mm -hmm. was going on with them that it was me like screaming like, I'm fucking here. I'm not afraid to fucking tell you that I hope they shrivel up and die. You know, like I was that. Yeah. Like I had to be loud to exist on some way. So I wasn't necessarily that out, out of my mouth, but my whole demeanor and physical vibe was loud. And I feel like what I got from the whole Iona evolution, although felt like she looked like a man when she dressed up at the end as a normal mom, like the 80s mom look was like so masculine, holy shit. Yeah. Like, she had, like, a mullet and, like, it wasn't a real mullet, but it was, like, that, like, perm, like, yeah. and then a suit with, like, the, the power shoulder pads. Like, it was pads. crazy. Yeah. Like, she walked out and I was like, that's what now you're going to look normal look like? Like, that was crazy weird to me. Yeah. But m the vibe that I got was that she had to, she finally, like, let that, like, anger go or that, okay. like, rebellion go. Okay. But it's interesting that you saw that she was still dressing up for him, and it was a money thing. So again, it was our perceptions of it. Either one, yeah. if she was doing that, I would say that that was wrong, but that's just not what I got from it. Okay. Well, it's interesting. I thought she was prettiest. So funny. I thought she was prettiest and most becoming in her prom dress. Yeah. Well, she said my mom was, it was the one day that I looked normal. Yeah, and I, I'm totally fine with people not looking normal. It's just like everything else was like over the top for me. Like the the first outfit when we meet her and she's got like the pinhead here, but then like a giant long ponytail, I was like, pick one. I think that, and that's what I think. I think that there's the style then also. So I think that, that what was supposed to happen, if we were to remake Pretty in Pink now. And now I would like to. We should. But the, the outfit that she would come out of the bathroom in would be like this outfit. That's what I think they were going for, but it doesn't translate well because the style of the 80s it's is so, so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you ever watch just like the side scenes, like there's one where people are like coming out of a classroom when Blaine comes out of the classroom and just to slow down and look at what was happening, what was coming out of that classroom, you're just like, what am I looking at? Yeah. And they're yeah. like, just supposed to be normal people. Normal teenagers. Right. Yeah. In that year, like 1986 was like a horrible year for fashion. Like there was just yes. fa fascinating and horrific. It was yes. like the train wreck you can't look away from. But there were pieces that people were wearing that I was like, oh, I like that. Like what? So Andy's opening scene outfit, I would have worn every single piece, but not together. Okay. Sit Ducky. I would have worn I everything like Ducky, Ducky wore, but not together. Oftentimes, Andy was wearing, like, what I call, like, um, 
like flashy pieces or like show horses. It was too many. But like she's wearing like seven of them. Yes. And she's always wearing socks. Why are you always wearing socks? And and like in the eighties, you're wearing like slouchy socks. Right. And she's wearing them with like a long skirt. Yeah, that it's was a, it was, just, she was no. It's like it's as if she's like she well, there's has nothing some about shape. Religion, yes, like she was never showing her yes. shape. Even the prom dress, you're like, come on. I know. The one thing I wrote, that's what like, I wrote. Like, hate, 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 right. hate, hate. Her collarbone was showing, though. I liked the line up here. But the sewing was terrible. Was All you can look at is how bad of a meeting, sewer she is. The one one credit I will give in terms of the director is that I feel like. What, what I will give in, in terms of the director was that she absolutely, as a high school kid, could have made all those clothes. <laughs> like, there wasn't, yes. like, a, she didn't come out and, like, like what looked like some fashion right. designer. And right, she was right, like, right. I made this. And you're like, oh, my God, she should get a scholarship for sure. <laughs> like, it was none of that. It was, like, literally, okay, yes, you absolutely made that with your sewing machine. We I see all you. the pieces yeah, yeah, yeah. from the shitty $10 dress that your dad couldn't afford. Right. That he gave you that was he's like it's a little loud um and then and then what's iona's prom dress from yeah, that which i loved that she was a 1950s look again still a costume that beehive hair so how old is iona if that was her prom dress but i think i she, don't believe that there was some irony in that dress too you know okay, so? okay i feel like there was okay. a, then I'm i don't think she wore it. a beehive like right she didn't go to prom 30 years before that's why i was like what Right, but that's what I mean, like, you, there was something ironic, maybe. I thought there was an irony in it. Yeah, that there's a, she's going for the retro vibe. Well, she says something about the 60s, and she, now I'm blanking. I don't it's know. It's the wine. I don't know. But I will say that, here's my one compliment to the costume designer. Oh, God, there's one. Go ahead. Just, I agree with you that, that it felt authentic to what a, I literally a, think they said to, Molly Ringwald, student. you have to make this. Like, even her... Whatever we get. Even her drawing. The drawing. Oh Can we talk about that? And so I the, used to do those drawings. I mean, I was in design school. And your drawings were so much better than her. So she You've never she even draws, seen them, but No, like, but I like, know. Like, I've seen her. Like, she goes like... Nah. She does the thing around... She goes like this with the ribbon. And then she does the thing... But then the arm, she goes... It's literally like someone who's like... This is what she thinks her body, it's like when I had to draw your body. This is what you think she thinks her body looks like. That's what it was. And I was like, um, I can, I draw like that, but I am in no means right. proclaiming right. that I can sew right. something or create some sort of fashion or draw something. Like she's supposed to be, this is supposed to be her thing, right? Wow. Sorry, Andy. But <laughs> you are either in or you are out. And Andy, you are out. Andy, if, if money's the issue, stop wearing so many things. Right. In one outfit. Like just the, the just the vest or the shirt over it. Like you don't need both. Right. But that's what I mean. Like she's kind of like, look at me, look at me, look I at me. Wear 17 things at She's one like this. Time. She's like this. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Don't look at me. Yes. Don't why are you looking at me? Why are you making fun of me? Why are you why are you drawing attention to me why are you getting in my way but look at me look at me look at me like that's what i yes. feel like is happening here okay can we talk about the date before the date okay go ahead yeah so this is the scene that was most indelible to me growing up is andy's in the library 
sponsor break. We'll be back very, very shortly. See you then. Because the trick only works if you're a certain kind of guy. Right. It's not about what he did. It was about who Who he is. And not even who he is, but what he looks like. What he looks like. Or what he represents to her. Because they don't actually ever get to know each other at all. Um, The relationship is... Is so beyond surface. Purely built on, I want a prom date. I'm obsessed with prom. and we I think you're pretty. Yeah, we have no idea why he likes her. I think part of it might be like, I'm trying to pull away from what I know. He says, don't, he's, the only thing that we get from him in terms of his reasoning is in a scene with Steph, and he says, and Steph's trying to be like, like, I don't know, what, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? When he goes out to, goes out to her lunch section. Okay, yeah. And Steph's like, what was that? Like, so you, you went... But also, why is he obsessed with Blaine? He's obsessed with Blaine because he's obsessed with Andy. Andy, right. Yeah. He's obsessed with what Blaine's yeah. doing because he's pissed that he's doing that. Right. Um, but he says, why, you don't think she has... You don't think she has something? Like, she's got yeah. something? And he's like, no. Doesn't it sound like they're, like, talent scouts? Like, like, what does she have? Like, what, did, what, what do you mean she has something? What is, yeah, that's that's skeevy. She's not fun. No, she's the worst. And I wrote, and that's what the dad looks like, showered. No wonder he can't find a job. Just kidding. I know he's depressed. He's, he's the adult ducky. 
So when they have that conversation and he says to Ducky, like, I loved a girl once and she didn't love me back. Like, he's basically Ducky's future. future. And Andy is, like, her mother. Right. So the ghost of Christmas future is, like, if you keep loving sort my of. daughter, yeah. you're going to end up like me, unshowered, never shaved, lying about having a job, can't get out of bed in the morning, have no money. Like, you don't want to go down this road, dude. Right. Turn left. Right. Because, again, Andy's going to treat him like shit. Yes. And it's not because of him. It's because she sucks. That's what I think. That's my whole philosophy. Right. So this date, let's get to the, when they go to the party. He's like, hey, how do you feel about going to a party? And she's like, uh, no. Like, she's like, absolutely not. And then he goes, come on, it'll be fun. We can do anything. Let's go try it out. Like, he basically, like, he does this weird manipulative circle here, we're going back to Slate. It's mind manipulation. We're going yeah. back to like, so he, he like acts like he's being accommodating and he's so laid back, but then he lands on his plan. Right. He's like, we could do anything. I just want to spend time with you. Give it a chance. You're going to like it. It'll be fine. It's harder for me to go than for you to go is what he says. Like, it's actually really difficult. He doesn't say it's harder for me. It's like, such an asshole thing He's to like, say. it's going to be rough for me too. Like, like whatever. We could, we're, as long as we're in it together. He twists. He twists it. He makes her feel like shitty for saying, like, on our first date, I don't, don't want to deal with, like, the the crap that we're going to have to maybe eventually deal with if there's something there. So, like, if I were to equate this to me coaching somebody dating, like, if there are things that may be atten- potentially red flaggy-ish or pink flags, right, pink flags, later on, I wouldn't say... Let's go talk about him in a really loud bar setting. Right. I wouldn't say cut him off initially. Like, yeah. like just throw him out. I, would never, I wouldn't say that. I, unless it was a huge flag, right? But I wouldn't say cut him off initially. If you like him, like, go on a second date and see if there's something there. I also wouldn't say, like, if you were like, I don't know if my parents are going to accept him because of what his religion is, right? I wouldn't say bring him to a date with your parents on date two or date one. Or a church function. Sit him down and yeah. say, like, listen, mom, he's Jewish, I'm Catholic, deal, like, let's have this conversation now. I don't even know if I like him a lot. And then the first guy, that when they walk in, is just like, hey, bro, says nothing about her, but she's just like, and if I brought you, I should never bring you on a first date amongst my friends, but if I were in high school and that was was what I was going to do. And I brought somebody around my friends and they sat with that freaking puss on their face for the entire mm-hmm. night. I'd be like, honey, this isn't going to work. Right. But he's like, I had fun. And she's like, you're lying. And he's like, I was with you. I had fun. Like, he's just like, there's something she rep just as he represents something for her. He represents something. She represents something for yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? That's what I can't figure out. Like, I, I think, get that she can, like, she she admire, drives around and admires big houses earlier in the scene. She, right. Like, there is a desire for her to get out of her current I life. I think he admires that money doesn't talk for her. But it that does. she's her own way. person, but he doesn't realize that. He doesn't know that yet. He yeah. doesn't know her. Yeah. He likes the her, he, never he does. doesn't know. Even at the end of the movie, they don't know each other. No, they totally don't know each other. They've had three conversations. Right. And they weren't even listening to each other. The real conversation that they have is in the hay barn. 
and he's like basically saying, my parents are going to fucking disown me if I keep dating you. And I'm super stressed about it. And she's like, like just kissing his face. Like there's no communication going on whatsoever. And then there's a scene that like shows they're standing in like a dining room or something like that. And then there's like a, a doorway into like the kitchen and music's playing. And these two people, these, this guy and this girl dance by the doorway in their underwear. Right. And she gets so mad. And it's like, who cares? Like, no one's saying anything to you. Right. She could say, listen, people are drinking here. They don't feel comfortable being around people drinking. But she goes to a bar where people are drinking. Right. So it's not that. They are not doing anything but having fun. And it might be weird, but, like, you judgmental. You're so fucking... Like, don't be like people are judging you for wearing pearls. You're dr so much more... Right? Didn't, didn't you feel like she was super judgy? She's super judgy. She's absolutely judgy. I think she felt uncomfortable. And then... I, the, the only thing I can think that, like, maybe justifies it is she thought, like, is that what he's going to do to me? Maybe. I didn't even think about that. And he goes, it's pretty bad, huh? And she goes, yeah pretty bad and he goes I'm sorry like talk about like we think like Ducky will do anything for her but which no is, backbone which is probably what she likes about him like once they're on the date I think she likes that there's a sense of control that she feels but Ducky gives her that and she doesn't like Ducky so the only thing he she likes is his money I don't know that Ducky gives her that he like shows up randomly Remember that scene where he pulls the fire alarm? Like, every three seconds? I opened this door three times and it didn't go up. You should get this checked. Yeah. But I think that he, yes, he comes on strong. But I mean, like, if she said, Ducky, go stand up right now and do 20 jumping jacks, he would He'd fucking do it. Do it. He yeah. would do it. And, and this is like, she's like, I can't believe, I can't believe that I'm here. Like, what has happened besides the pearl comment right. from when you walked in the door that you're just like, and, and the one thing that I can say that has happened is that she said, I don't want to go to this party. Well, she has social anxiety, I think, based on this yes. scene. And but it's she not, can't see herself But that's not their fault. Right. They're not right. doing anything. Right. So for her to turn around and be like, your friends suck, when it was like one girl who was bitchy, and to be honest, right. Andy's a bitch. So like... Right. Yeah, it's mutual. I'm just saying, own your own shit. But the worst thing is that she's like, I don't want to go to your friend's party because they're not going to accept us. And then he goes, yeah! She's like, yeah! He asked me to prom! Yeah, this, this whole movie should be called How I Got a Prom Date. And then lost my prom date. And then got him again. And then, yeah, and then went to prom. How prom is the most important thing ever, no matter what. Your socioeconomic status is. That should be the name. The yes. Prom is important for your mental health, even yes. if you're poor. She decides she's going to go to prom anyway. Because she's going to show them that they didn't, they didn't break get to her. her. They didn't break her. Right. So she gets she gets Iona's prom dress, and then they have the whole montage scene where she makes this dress that you're expecting to be fabulous, and it's so fucking ugly. No, we knew it was going to be ugly because the picture she drew was ugly. <laughs> so it was like... Giant and also, she's it wasn't her body. She's taking random pieces and being like, Mah. it was bleeding. Like, and, oh. and on top of it, she is 
blatant body dysmorphia. Maybe that's why she's wearing all these giant clothes. Because her, her arms, arms, she thinks her arms are like theirs. When she's clearly not like that at all, but like maybe that's why she's wearing well, all those layers. Maybe she's... Hey, maybe we don't know what her body's like because it's always covered. We know she's Molly Ringwald and we know she's skinny. We've seen but her maybe in other Andy, things. Maybe we should ask John Hughes. Maybe she, maybe she had body dysmorphia and we were missing that whole thing. We are not giving her any sympathy. Sorry, Andy, if you, if you feel like you're fat and you're not a fat girl. Own it. We love you. You could well, definitely sport a miniskirt in that I, movie. I like you, Molly Ringwald. I don't like Andy. No. Um, Sorry. Thumbs down for Andy. Don't act like an Andy. If we talk to you and you're acting like you have a stick up your ass, we might be like, you're being an Andy. Stop being an Andy. Um, and if you're too needy, we might be like, you're being a ducky. Stop being a ducky. And if you're vanilla and you're boring. <laughs> okay, so, pause. Because I have to pee. Okay. We're going on 20 minutes and maybe you can pee. She makes a horrible dress in a, that she sketched out on a body that is not hers. No. Um, and in a and color that I think we both agree is not her color, even though she's pretty in pink. Right, the whole, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. Uh, it the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Even her haircut for the movie was weird, but let's not. And the weird tights she wore with it, like just go without tights. It's prom, it's springtime. It's just all wrong, Andy. Everything. Boo, it's just not okay. Her hair was fine. Um, I say that resignedly. It does make her taller than Blaine in the kissing scene at the end, which like made me feel a little weird. Even with Blaine's hair, even with Blaine's hoof. Um, so she comes out, she shows her dad, and her dad's like, "Oh," and he's like, "A little like too, like you look like your mom." That's it. Like there's a little creepy Chester molester vibe I get from her dad. Um, Throughout the movie, which I know is not really there, but I just feel it, and I think it's because he's so greasy. Like he's so I, greasy. I, her dad was like, he was attractive. It's just he's so hung up on mom. Really? That, like, yeah, I didn't think he was unattractive. Oh my god, I. Meanwhile, I think Steph is unattractive. It's so interesting, and this is what we always talk about. Like, it's so good that Jen and I don't that people don't find the same people attractive. Yeah. Right? And I don't know, I don't think I think Steph in and of himself is attractive. It's the character that I found attractive. But the dad, that like skinny, slimy, greasy looking, like always sweating looking kind of person. Like, I just okay. felt like he always needed a shower. So they're at prom and you see like Blaine all sad and like you barely see Blaine. He's kind of like camouflaged into his white tuxedo. He's like yeah, he's super like pale. Pale force. Yeah. White tuxedo, Sad white, face. white, and I was like, is that intentional? I don't know, but it's I hope it Eeyore. was. It was awful, because if you're supposed to be at all attracted to him in the last scene, I'm just like, there's nothing. No, he's not as attractive in the last scene. And then she walks in all dramatic, like, and she's about to leave. This is Andy, and there's this big staircase, and then the crowd kind of moves away when she's going to leave, and then, like, standing up there is not Blaine, but Ducky. And you're definitely supposed to feel this, like, <gasps> Right. The music, everything yeah. is like, who's going to come out of the crowd? And yeah. it's Ducky. And, like, that's interesting that that was a choice. And yes. I feel like because their relationship at least has more substance to it right. than any other relationship has in this entire movie. And that she's is so true. 
She's so excited to see him. And again, she's shitty to him, but the only good friend in this entire I don't think she movie. is in that scene. Why? Because she hugs him and walks in with him? Now that she's going to go in there no, by herself. No, you're right. She doesn't say anything offensive, but she also doesn't say anything unoffensive. She doesn't say things offensive to him. I think that she... He gives her, he puts in so much more to this relationship than, than, she, she, does. than yeah. she does. And she's not at all appreciative. Well, and like what he's he waiting for her almost. Yeah, but he's also like there for, like at yeah. the end of the day. Well, he says like Blaine's here alone. Right. He gives Blaine yeah. to her. He convinces her. He's also there. Like the only, the only reason he blew up the way that he did that particular night was because she freaking didn't prepare him for it. Yes and no. I feel like he blows up often. He, he might, but I feel like if she had said to him, I really like him, I'm doing this. I don't think he would, like, have shown up like that. I don't know. I right. feel like I would give him the benefit of the doubt. He was he was literally like, I'm going to save her. She got into a lot of, you know, shit today, and I'm going to show up, and I'm going to do this dance, and I'm going to, like, be there for her. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, this guy shows up, and she just, like, walks, doesn't even acknowledge his presence and walks past. She's like, just annoyed with his existence. I don't know. I just feel like the whole thing. I'm, I'm team Ducky in that sense. Like, he's just a good person. He should... The thing that Ducky, that's wrong with Ducky is that he's a good person to her. And she sucks. Yes. He should find a better person to be good to. Yes. Um, so then Andy's like, should we dance? And he said, would it be unheard of? And then the camera goes to their hands, like, holding each yes. other's hands. Like, they were support to each other. Again, that's a sign of a good relationship to me. Not just feeling... Not... Listen, you need the sexual attraction too, but... The message that we're getting here is that if you have sexual attraction and zero substance, that's what love is. That's what I feel like the message is that we're getting. There is no substance right. to, to, to any relationship that is formed in this entire movie, except for maybe Iona and Terrence, which we, is debatable. I do not think there's any substance there. There may be, but we never get evidence. It's, evidence. it's, it's debatable. Yeah. It's very, it's such surface messages about what love is. Um, so then Steph intercepts Blaine, because Blaine's getting up to go to Andy, and Steph's like, a uh, little uh, lingering doubt perhaps, pal? And, and then we get the good, we finally get Blaine really stepping up to Steph, where he goes, yeah. Steph, you buy everything, Steph, but you couldn't buy her. That's what's killing you, isn't it? And then the best line, perfect timing, he says, she thinks you're shit, shit, and deep down, you think she's right. And then the sax solo in the song. Do, 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 in the that song. so perceptive of you. Oh, it was so good. It's, but you, you feel it. And there are yeah. two times that the sax kicks in. That's the first one. He goes to see Andy, and Andy lies. She says, I'm fine. But then she does say, I'm lying. That's a lie. And he goes, you told me. This doesn't even make sense. This, this makes no so sense. So no sense. Just like, oh my God. This just, drove it, again, me nuts. The, bull, the bullshit that, that teenagers say yes. to, sound, to sound like they are deep when you're just like, what? It's yeah. the same thing where it's like, you don't lie. And she's like, why do you need to lie? And you're just like, you've been lying this whole time. Um, he goes, you told me you could not believe in somebody who didn't believe in you. I believed in you. Always believed in you. You just didn't believe in me. And he pauses. He pauses because she's just like, she's trying to grapple with like, yeah, what like, the fuck what? did you just say? What did you just say? And he pauses and then he goes, I love you. It's so awkward. It's the most awkward I love you. Doesn't he also say, you don't need me to say I'm sorry? No. I don't think so. I think I wrote that down. 
you don't need me to say I'm sorry. I'm pretty I sure he starts with that. And then says... Maybe. He goes, how are you doing? No, he goes, how are you doing? She goes, "He's I'm fine. And he goes, well, if that's true, then I'm happy. I said, why did Blaine say, you don't need me to say I'm sorry? Uh, yes, we do. Do it now. And I've always believed in that. <laughs> I believed in you. You didn't believe in me line until maybe now. He was ghosting her. You believed in that before, yeah. Yeah. He was ghosting her. Yeah. In like a 1986 sense of ghosting. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. He totally ghosted but, her. But so also she should have like, been she like... She needs him to apologize. And he's like, you don't need me to apologize. So clearly they don't know each other. And he then again the, does I always mind manipulation. You think I'm cute, so I'm just gonna, and I'm supposed to be the nice guy here, out of like the realm, you either get Ducky or you get me, like pick somebody. It's right. like, she's like, well, right. I ain't gonna pick Ducky. It's like me, Ducky, or Steph. They all fucking suck. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm gonna just say something and twist some words around in a sentence that sounds somewhat poetic and confuse you into thinking that you're a piece of shit so that you then like me. And but because it's prom and I'm wearing a white top. And there's sacks in the background, like 100%. And that's where the sex comes in again. He goes, you, you told me you couldn't believe in somebody who didn't believe in you. I believed in you, always believed in you. You just didn't believe in me. And then he pauses and he goes, I love you. And he kisses, he kisses her on the cheek. Yeah. And then he walks, yeah, away, walks away. And then the sax plays again. Bold move, brother. Bam. Fuck then, you, fuck you, fuck you, you're <laughs> cool, fuck you and I'm out. That's what he just did. But what he said was like, gibberish, 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 gibberish. Wait, what is that from? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. The amount of time out. It's gotta come up, come on. Half-baked. Okay. So, so Blaine does that. He does is the that kiss. The part, is that when Ducky says he came by himself? So he walks away. Ducky says to Andy, he came alone. Um, okay, you're right. He's not like the others. If you don't go to him now, I'm never going to take you to another prom again. You hear me? I mean, this is an incredibly romantic moment, and you're ruining it for me. So like, he like, I love gives that line. such a good line. I love it. What that, good is where, that is where I am willing to join Team Ducky. He, That's it, the very end of the movie. You don't think Because I don't have to tolerate him that much. You don't either. think when they're in the back of the store and he's like, fuck you, I'm not going to be there when you're on the floor, like that, that that's not at all him it's, saying, like, I've been there for you. No, I understand. It's just he's a lot for me. He have is. you met my husband? He's not like Ducky at all. Like, I need... You're the ducky. I'm the ducky. Yeah, I can't have another ducky. It is a lot, but I just I mean, in terms of, like, the soul of the characters... Yeah, he's Ducky a, he's has a to, good, like, figure he's shit out. He's a good duck. He, and when Ducky comes out, even, like, he's so cute when he's at the top of the stairs, and then he comes down, and he goes... I agree. And then all of a sudden he starts talking, and he's like, I just want... Don't worry. I just want you to know that I will forever be the duck man, and then shows his shoes. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, no one cares. No one wants you to be the duck man anymore. No one's into the duck man, ducky. Like, like no, but I get just it. Be like a, he's, a he's like I'm still who I used to be. I do love what, the love. jacket, but I hate the bolo tie. I have to well, the bolo you. tie is ridiculous. But I the but shoes, that was style. the shoes to me are fine. It's like wearing your condo. What about his hair? Prom. I like it. Like defy gravity. I like ducky, a hundred percent has the best style in this whole entire movie. I don't yeah, think I agree. Okay. I think it's so funny that they show, when they show the scenes of the popular kids, it looks like 
what was that show with the two like detective guys who always Miami Vice. Miami, it's a Miami, Miami Vice. Scene. I thought about everyone's it. in pastels the whole time. Yeah, and like linen. Right, and, and then you you cut to like the the offbeat like either in the back of the and they're school, all in black and they're all punk shit yeah, going on. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's so fantastic like the pastel versus black. Right, like, it's fantastic. But it's interesting too because she's always in pink. So she's mm. hanging with the punk kids, but she's always wearing that like medicine she doesn't fit shade of pink. She's yeah. like, I don't fit anywhere. Right. Um, and then they give a hug. She says, thanks, Ducky. And then the pretty girl likes Ducky, which I love at the end. And yeah, way like, prettier than like every other girl. Way prettier than, than Molly Ringwald. Um, and and she looks girls. sweet and kind. So yeah. yeah, go get it, Ducky. Yeah, um, best couple in the movie. The one who never sure. speaks to each other if, at all. If there's a king, prom, and queen, I give it to Ducky. And they, her name in the credits is Duckette. I know, I love She that. doesn't even have a name. But I don't want her to lose her identity to be with Ducky. I do worry that she wasn't given a name. Her name could have been like... There should be a sequel. Joy. Ducky and Duckett. Joy Smith. Joy? You think she looks like a Joy? No, just like, I don't know. It's for she looks time. like a Britney. No, I don't like Britney for her. Britney makes me think of Britney Spears. Like, it's Britney Betch. She looks like a... She's, um... No. Tiffany. Yeah, she could be Tiffany. Okay, we'll go with that. Her name's Tiffany. Tiffany Smith. Rewrite the script. I went to school with a girl named Tiffany Smith. She could be Tiffany Smith. Tiffany and Blaine. Um, and then Andy and Blaine kiss, and that's the end of the movie. And I will have to say the two kisses that Andy and Blaine have are super cringeworthy. Like, they're just, like, they're missing each other's lips. Yeah. It's sort of, like, it's just like, oh, you have not practiced on a melon. No. Ducky is but probably also, a way better kisser. Like, let's take a bet. Over, under, do they make it to graduation? Which is approximately in two weeks. No, because because she is. She has, hasn't changed. She is such a sick of her ass, and he's just he won't know why though. No. He'll be like, "What happened?" He's like the dumb girl. <laughs> he's like, like all like he just like you know what he does? He doesn't even like, like he doesn't even assess what's happening. He reads her facial like he's just like, he tells "Hey, I'm at a party and things are happening." Uh. Oh, you're pissed off? My my friends suck, don't they? And she's like, yes, they do. And then he's like, oh, I'm just talking to people and everything's fine. Oh, this is the worst day ever. Yes, it is. Like, that's, that's how he reacts to things. Look, if a relationship could be built from that, the woman would be... Right, but then, but he's... But sweet. actually, none of them would he be happy. He sweeps whatever way the wind blows, so he's like... I love Andy. Everything is great. And then Steph's like, everyone's going to hate you if you love Andy. And he's like, oh, you're right. Let me not return her calls. Mommy, tell her I'm not home. Neither of them Andy's they not are. home. I'm oh, not Andy, sorry. Blaine is not home. Blaine is not home. No one knows who they are in this movie. Except Ducky. Who's, right. Ducky knows who what? He is? Yeah. Ducky's still, no, because Ducky's in denial. I agree, all that grandiose ridiculousness is bullshit. I think it's a mask. When she says to him, I think you're sabotaging yourself so you don't have to move forward. And he's like, what are you talking about? No, but I think by the end. Well, I don't know. 
No one knows who they are. Yeah, we I would say nobody knows who they are. The, the principal. If anyone knows who they are. The principal. The principal knows who he is. Maybe the dad. The mom. You know, she was like, fuck this shit. My daughter's going to stick up her ass. My husband's a fucking deadbeat. I'm out. So that's our review of Pretty in Pink. What I would say in terms of the relationships there is that they all sucked. Yeah. Um, Don't Andy's, emulate any of them. No. And Andy's um, choices sucked, but Andy sucked. Yeah, she's not a very good female protagonist. No. As, like a role model, but she was for me. I thought she was too, but looking back on it, I'm like, she sucks. Yeah. She really does. You don't need to like get, you don't get guys by pretending that you're angry all the time. Right. And, and you shouldn't, if you're angry, be angry. And if you're happy, be happy. Like just be you. I'm just saying that the message that was given to us, which we both agree on, is that we learned, we got the message when we were younger in our non-unadulterated brains that being bitchy and standoffish was what was going to attract somebody to us because there was no other indicator of anything that she did that would attract anyone to her. Right. For me, it wasn't bitchy. It was being unique, but aloof and quiet. So I, I guess uh, the aloofness, like the yeah. intentional aloofness, if it's not actually genuine, to me is bitchy. And not yeah. in like a degrading female way. I think right. we sometimes be called, we sometimes be called, we sometimes are called bitches because we're standing up for ourselves. I mean like when you act like you're upset about something or something's going on and you're doing it, the word, the, the operative word is act. So you're pretending that you're that way in order to to get guys or attract people to you. To me, that's not genuine. You're you're using, you're employing some sort of like fake persona, right? And that's where I I call it bitchy, but like or like pretending to be aloof rather than engaging in something, and you're doing that to like lure people in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the message that we got from this movie. Right. right. Certainly not one to emulate. No, absolutely not. I would say, as a person, I'd rather act like a ducky and just kind of be like, I don't care, and like dance around a room and, and be silly. And eventually find your one Yes, ducky. he being who he is, somebody was attracted to him at the end, and it was mm-hmm. all good, and he was able to let go of like this other person that he was like trying so desperately to hold on to yeah and was doing everything for and i think that's a good lesson for us to learn that like if you're not if it's not reciprocal we call it like a, a tennis match if you're not if you're not getting back what you're giving in a relationship and it can look different like you could be giving one area of the relationship and he can be giving back a totally different area of the relationship but if there's not a like back and forth to it and an evenness that you can at least determine then there's a there's an issue that needs right. to be addressed. There's something right. not working. Um, so that's our first movie movie review. And maybe if there is a movie that you would really like us to watch and assess, let us know. Leave it in the comments. Yep. Movie, TV episode, anything that like pops up that you're like, I remember this, and I remember having like a really strong reaction to this. Let's talk about this one or. I just want to watch this again. Yeah. Let's do this one. Definitely let us know, and we will put it in our queue, like old 
school Netflix and mm -hmm. we will absolutely watch it and, and sit here and chat with it with you about it. So also let us know in the comments what your thoughts were. Are you a Blaine? Are you a Ducky? Do you think they all suck? Are or you Team Andy? Andrew McCarthy. Just Team Andrew McCarthy. I think Andrew McCarthy is adorable. I do, I do too. Especially when he just smiles. Good night, Those are everyone. Our last thoughts. We'll see you next time. I wonder what we're going to talk about next. I don't know. Ooh. We'll let you know. Bye. Thank you for listening to Successful, Single, and Not Willing to Settle, the podcast. Can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Successful Single Female. Check out our website at www.successfulsinglefemale.com or check us out on YouTube at Successful Single and Not Willing to Settle. Have a wonderful day and don't forget to not settle.